Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast, as we do our first ever edition of Catch, Cook, and Clean, Ice Fishing, Iowa edition with Iowa Heartlanders, uh, Cole Gronka. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Cole Gronka. And you're from Canada. Where in Canada are you from? Alberta, Canada. We're, uh, I'm pretty up north. I don't know if you're familiar. Edmonton area, the capital of Alberta. I don't know, but I know I've got a lot of listeners in Canada ever since we started talking to the Iowa Heartlanders. So uh, tell us about uh, coming to to to, Col- uh, to Coralville and uh, what was your impressions and experience of it? I've loved it so far. It almost reminds me of home, right? It's the same type of landscape. It's uh, cold, <laughs> which I love. So uh, it's been awesome so far. Uh, the team, they we're new here, trying to get into the community and, you know, get some awareness and get some fans going, but it's, it's been an awesome experience so far. Well, speaking of an awesome experience, you're about to have one uh, going ice fishing, aren't you? Yeah, we've been doing a little ice fishing. Uh, my teammate, uh, Kate Oliver, and I, we kind of figured we'd try and, you know, do something outdoorsy here, and uh, ice fishing was, was the, the plan we came up with. So do you guys have an ice house? No, we don't. So we don't. We don't have much for equipment out here, right? And uh, you know, we're both relatively new. I've done. I've done some fishing in the past. It's some really nice houses and tents. But uh, no, we're just uh, freezing our ass off sitting there trying to catch fish. So, uh, how many times have you gone out so far? I've gone about four or five times. Oh, really? Okay. So uh, you got a good spot there in near Coralville. Yeah, so just north of Coralville, there's, there's a few lakes. Uh, there's Coralville Lake, and then the lake we've been fishing is uh, Lake McBride, I believe. Yep, it's that's... just a small lake and beautiful little setting. Well, Iowa is known for having lakes everywhere and uh, great fishing. And uh, are you finding, are you catching some fish? Yeah, we got a few. We got a few uh, crappies, I think, and then uh, just the, you know, the bad fish, right? Yeah, uh, I'd like to target the walleye a little bit more, but I'm gonna have to talk to a few people around the sports stores here and uh, get some get some info on how to do it. So panfish is my favorite, uh, and you yeah. get a, you get a good mess of fish. Uh, wh- how's your what's your favorite way to cook them? I you know what I love cooking fish. Like you you catch it, you do the work, and there's nothing better, especially uh, just pulling up on shore and cooking it right there. That's probably my favorite, but uh, if I'm going to cook it, I just spice it up with you know some lemon pepper, some garlic seasoning salt, and then just fry in a pan with lots of butter. Best, best thing ever. That is terrific. Uh, um, so do you fry it? Yeah, I've deep fried it before. That's awesome, too. Uh, Unreal. Yeah. Not much better. There's nothing like that fish through the ice. You know, they don't have a any pesticides or anything in the lakes yet and uh, exactly. the fish are real hungry and the, the the meat just looks so nice and clean doesn't it oh yeah it's unbelievable especially when coming out of the cold water so it's firm it's fresh and super nutritious it's it's one of my favorite things to eat well the team's been quite quite a tear lately uh, how uh, uh how how fun has it been and how glad are you finally to be home for a week you know what? It's awesome. We're on the road. Uh, and then, you know, we're doing well. It's a young team. 
and everyone's kind of maturing as players and uh, buying into the coach's system and just getting better each game. So we've been winning, which is nice. It's always, <laughs> it's always more fun to win than lose. So uh, no complaints there. And we're looking to keep uh, keep it going. We got a couple games at home this weekend too. So a couple big wins would be awesome. Well, you had a big win last night. Talk to me about that. Yeah, it was a, it was a great game. Uh, you know, maybe not our best game, but uh, we still found a way to get it done, right? And and it's it's always good to win at home. You got to win at home, and it just increases the fan support and creates some excitement around the team. Yeah, the the fans, uh, the team seems to have been gone almost the whole month. I bet uh, the I fans know. were all pinned up and ready to go when you came back, weren't they? Yeah, no, it's 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 awesome to be at home, um, especially to win too. And then a couple games here, home stretch. And next week we're on the road, and then I think we're back home for you know four or five games too. Well, what about this extreme arena that you play in? How, how what did you think when you first walked in and saw all that? It's beautiful. It's it's a relatively new, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, it's brand new. It's yeah, a, it's brand new. It's a beautiful facility, and you know. Awesome uh, facility in the dressing room as well. Uh, we get taken care of really well. So, um, yeah, beautiful spot. And the city, too, like Iowa City, is it's awesome, right? It's, it's a college town, and I actually got to go to a couple of Hawkeye games, too. And that was, that was, I've never once been to a college football game, and that, that was awesome. Yeah, Iowa City and Coralville, it's a, it's a little different than people envision Iowa, isn't it? I honestly, I didn't know what to expect when I came here. I've been, I played in Florida, I played in Alabama, I played in the Quad Cities actually, and uh, then coming to Iowa City is just a, it's a different deal, right? Like uh, I hadn't really heard of, I, I hadn't even heard of Hawkeyes football before I came, right? So, but then you then you go and experience things, and the nightlife's awesome, the restaurants are great, and then you know going to those football games is you know. 70,000 people packed in a stand in the stands and the chance that they do is just yeah terrific culture here well you mentioned uh, the extreme arena being extremely new you know the the goal of this podcast is to bring people to, to know about it because hardly anyone does you know you just get right outside Iowa City but uh, let's talk a little bit about Coralville Iowa City you know you've got the you got the you know the kind of nightlife and the the restaurants and the and the things that you would amenities that you would have in a lot of modern cities, but then again, you know, fifteen twenty minutes outside of town, you're fishing. How about that? Yeah, best of both worlds. And you know, I know I I was renowned for it uh, whitetail hunting as well, and you kind of got a outdoor hunting fishing mecca here, and it's it's almost. Uh, I don't know if it's a, a best kept secret or whatnot, but I was and anyone I've talked to, they just you know they protect it. The regulations that are in place to protect the wildlife, and um, it's it's great to see, right? Um, but yeah, no, the uh, the outdoors aspect of it is awesome. You kind of got exactly the best of both worlds. You got you got a great city, and then. You know, you go into a hunting store. I think uh, Finn and Feather is one uh, store we we have here. We live close to it. And all the, the deer and the fish and everything, and it's just, yeah, outdoorsy mecca. So what are you using for bait? 
We're using uh, waxworms. Yeah, that's perfect. That's wax exactly. Worms. Yeah. Get you Can't some, go wrong with the waxies, yeah. Just get you a small jig, you know, because you, you just need a small hook and uh, tip it off with the wax worm. You guys got the radar yeah, or not? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, we use the, we're using the small jigs. And it's funny because uh, we don't have the sounders or anything, right? Which I find makes it easier, right? You, you drill a hole, you drop your sounder down, you start marking fish. Well, okay, there you go. Or if you don't mark anything, okay, let's move ten feet over and <laughs> and try that spot, right? So it's uh, it's a little challenging when you don't have the right equipment. So we're just drilling holes, and but uh, you know, I got on a hole and I changed my lure to more of a walleye type uh, uh, rig. Yeah, probably like a minnow or something the on the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's funny because I, I changed my rig because I'm, you know, go out a little deeper maybe and try that. And and then I started catching crappies. I was like, what? I, I changed my wig to, or my rig to a walleye lure and uh, started catching panfish on it. Now, there's nothing better than a, than, a, than a crappie, though, is there? I mean, walleye's oh, pretty great, too. Yeah. And trout's great, yeah, especially I, fresh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I almost prefer the crappie. If I can catch 10 or 20 of those things, holy man, that'd be a, that's a feast. So uh, talk, let's talk a little bit about your ice hunting and ice fishing and hunting and fishing experiences back uh, uh, when you were growing up. Well, my dad's actually a professional outfitter. Uh, so he's, he's a hunting guide up in Alberta. Uh, his main gig is waterfowl. He used to do some uh, white-tailed deer and, and mule deer as well. So I've grown up with it my entire life. And uh, we do a lot of fishing in the summer. We usually fish for walleye. And then uh, I do a lot of bow hunting myself. And up in Alberta, it's it's very similar to here. You just got, you know, more of a, a wider range of animals, right? Like in the area that uh, we do our hunting and guiding, uh, you got whitetail, mule deer, elk, moose, bears, like what? Whatever you want to, whatever you want to hunt, it's all right there. So it, it's Alberta is, you know, you think of the size of Alberta. I think it's maybe four or five times the size of Iowa, and it's got the same amount of people in it, right? So you have <laughs> so much terrain, and there's so many, so much wildlife, and it's it's uh, outdoor mecca as well. And I I love it. It's probably my biggest passion in life besides playing hockey is is uh hunting so and uh, you know i'm starting to do it on my own right so a lot of it i've done with my brothers and then my my dad too who he's just a, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to that so learned a lot from him and i've had some success recently with with bow hunting uh my favorite thing to hunt is, is elk uh, i don't know if you've ever done elk have you ever done that well my my, my stepdad goes to idaho every year and does elk yeah. hunting so i'm experienced in eating elk and uh, I absolutely yeah. love it. Oh, some of the best meats. Oh, it's, it's so good. And, and then just the excitement of it, too, especially when you're bow hunting. And the elk are rotten. And you get, uh, you know, a few bulls screaming at you. And you got elk all around you. It is it's an experience like you would never believe. Just hearing those things bugle and just the excitement around it. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. We're talking to professional hockey player and member of the Iowa Heartlanders, a Canadian transplant, Cole Gonka. 
uh, I, I'm still struggling to say it, but uh, <laughs> I butchered the last four people's names, so don't feel bad. But anyway, uh, yeah. let's put in a plug for your dad's uh, business, you know, because I'm, I'm sure there's people out here that would love to, that are listening to us, that'd love to get out there and, and uh, experience the hunt that you're talking about. Yeah, well, you know, they call it uh, the Mississippi Flyway, so the birds that fly up north, and uh, I think they nest up north and then fly south for the winter. But that flyway is a huge migratory path for uh, all kinds of things. We get a ton of mallard, mallard ducks, pintails, Canada geese, uh, snow geese as well. And so his outfitting business is called Wild Goose Guiding. And uh, we get guys, mostly our clients are from the U.S., you know, down south, Texas, Mississippi, California, Louisiana, and uh, some guys from the Midwest as well. We had a couple groups from Illinois and maybe even Iowa. Uh, but, yeah, they just, they come up there. And I don't know what the, the waterfowl hunting is, is like around here, uh, but usually when clients come up, they are absolutely blown away by the amount of birds that they see, and then the setup. It's a it's a first class operation. We get a we got a hunting lodge. Uh, we take care of everything for the hunters. My my mom actually is the cook and kind of the hostess, right? So she takes care of the clients, and then uh, we we take care of all the hunting. Set the guys up. They come in. We got the blind, the decoys, everything set up. And some of them, they don't really know what they're in for, right? And then they're just, you know, wave after wave after wave of ducks and geese, and they just they just can't believe how good it is, right? So it's it's a it's an awesome experience. If any of your listeners are ever uh, thinking of doing a waterfowl hunt up in Canada, Wild Goose Guiding, that's the place to go. You know, there's some world-class duck hunting uh, at uh, not too far from you in a place called Wapalo, Iowa, uh, Lake Odessa. Oh, yeah. Lake Odessa has, yeah. uh, you know, is it's really renowned for. That's probably the premier duck hunting place uh, uh, near you uh, here in Iowa. Uh, but that that yeah. all sounds terrific. Well, uh, we really uh, tell us before we, we let you go. Tell us a little bit about your journey as, in pro hockey and how it led you to the Iowa Heartlanders. Yeah, it's it's always a, a kind of a crazy story. You you talk to anybody that's. Uh, in the minor professional leagues in hockey. And I went to, I played junior in various places across Canada. And then I went to college for four years in Duluth, Minnesota. And then from there, I went to Birmingham, Alabama, which is in the SPHL. And then I had a stint in Jacksonville, Florida before uh, going back to Alabama and then up to the Quad Cities. And the Quad Cities was that was an awesome experience. They got a you know long history of hockey. With uh, I think the Quad City Mallards were there for a long time. Yes. And so, same facility, great organization, and then uh, just kind of through connections of people, I got in touch with uh, Jerry Fleming, our coach here, and uh, the rest is kind of history. I've been here uh, ever since. So you're on the initial team. There's never been a professional team in Coralville before. So you kind of have to build uh, things from the ground up. How has your experience with the fans and uh, uh, give our fans a few reasons to come see you? Yeah, you know what? Uh, a lot of people I talk to, they're just, they kind of go, 
there's a hockey team here, right? Like, you know, and some people, oh, the Heartlanders, yeah, yeah. You know, people hear about it. And it's it's a great atmosphere. And I know hockey is not the most popular sport in, in Iowa, but uh, if anyone wants to come check it out, it's it's an awesome experience. And, you know, it's, it, hockey's an exciting game. It's physical, right? There's fighting, there's hits, and then goal scoring. It's, it's uh, I, I think it's one of the greatest games on the planet. You, you know, the players are so talented to be able to do what they do and, you know, put their bodies on the line every night. And it's it's just an exciting game and an exciting atmosphere. And I, I hope more people check it out. Obviously, it's a new team. And it takes a while, maybe a couple of years, to kind of get the buzz around town and and lots of advertising. And then on our parts, we got to get out in the community, which you know we've done a few community um, appearances, and that's really all you can do is just you know one win games, so more people will have the incentive to come, and then get out in the community and and uh, advertise yourself. Well, you sure been winning games, and you've really. I think we've, I started with the Heartlanders uh, less than a month ago doing a weekly show about them, and you, you've gained eight points in the, in the conference standing in that amount of time. I mean, yeah. it's just been a, a remarkable <laughs> yeah. turnaround. How, how good is this team right now? You know what? There's a lot of guys that are up in the American League. We've had a lot of guys injured, so there's, there's always a revolving door in pro hockey, and there's guys up and down. There's so many transactions between teams and different leagues. Uh, but this team right now, it's we've had a, a very similar group play for the last 10 to 15 games, and that really helps. Guys you get confidence. Guys are able to play their role better, and you, know, you work better. You build team chemistry. So, no, this team is good, and uh, I, hope, um, I hope we keep this rolling, and I think we will. Right, it's everyone's kind of feeling good. It's a good feeling in the room. So uh, to keep the train rolling and win more games here down the stretch, that's that'll be big for us. Well, so far you've had these two excellent goaltenders, and one of them's up right now, aren't they? Yeah, uh, our goalie Corbin. He just got called up to the American Hockey League, and it's funny because he started in the SPHL, which is the league below the East Coast Hockey League. And so he started there and then came up to the East Coast Hockey League. And now he's with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning's affiliate, uh, Syracuse. And then uh, both of our goalies, so Hunter Jones was here, and then Trevin Kozlowski, they're both, you know, great hockey players. They're, they're great at what they do, and that's such a big thing for a team is to have confidence in their goaltending. And, uh, you know, we've been outshot by double sometimes and still won games. So that tells you a lot about the skill of our goaltenders. Well, your coach, Jerry, uh, I'll tell you, here's my impression of him, you know, is that he always stays focused on winning. Nothing seems to distract him from winning. He wants to play winning ball all the time. You know, he's not so much into the grudges. Uh, you know, he's into fighting back, but not, uh, you know, I mean, it just seems like the team's constantly – you know, trying to position themselves to win and not make mistakes. Yeah, exactly. And Jerry, Jerry's great. He's, he's always very positive. You know, every coach gives you a good tongue lashing once in a while, but um, it, he, he, he seems to stay really calm and just keep focused on the goals, even when things aren't going the way we want them to. So, and when you do that, when you have a calming presence at the head of the team, 
uh, that always helps. Now let me ask you a little something about this matchup you guys had there in West Virginia. Uh, which one were you guys? Were you the Hatfields or the McCoys? What was going on with all that? Oh, geez, I I don't know. It, it's kind of it's a it's a battle back and forth, and every night's a battle in this league, right? You, you got to play hard, you got to play tough, and but last weekend that was uh, I don't know Wheeling's. We, we call them, we like to call them pretenders. They're pretend tough. They try and intimidate you. And as soon as you, as soon as you uh, come back at them, they fold their tent, kind of like what they did this weekend. So and we, we stole two wins from them. So we well, matched their intensity and then exceeded it. Uh, I think uh, you maybe got under Indy skin a little bit, didn't you, with uh, beating them the, the, the Sunday before, and then uh, they come into your house and you beat them uh, – beat them again that was pretty sweet wasn't it oh yeah uh, they beat us a couple times early in the season and uh yeah you get under their skin and they're not necessarily the toughest team that's not their game plan to go run around and try and hurt guys or or run you out of the rink it's you know they play a skilled game they got a couple players that are uh let's say meatheads but uh no you, you get under their team skin just by playing hard and matching their intensity, finishing checks. you got to fight, you got to fight, and and that's the way you, you come out on top, match the other team's intensity, exceed it, and then score some goals. Well, you guys that are listening to us, you ever get a chance to uh, to get to the extreme arena and catch a home game, which you got uh, Friday and Saturday this week to, to catch yep. them. It's really well worth the uh, – Worth it. Appreciate your time. You got anything before we cut it off? No, that's all. Well, thanks for having me, Dave. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tune into your podcast for sure in the, in the coming weeks. Oh, well, it's it's great. And uh, I'm going to try to get some more of these hunting and fishing things. If you got guys on the team that want to talk hunting and fishing, just put them in touch with me because uh, oh, yeah. I, I absolutely oh, I love that stuff, man. That I live, live for that outdoor stuff and that good food and uh, – Nothing tastes better than a fish you catch yourself. That's for sure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and you know what? Uh, a day of fishing where you don't catch uh, anything's a better, better than a day at work. So uh, I don't even mind not catching anything. But oh. uh, when you do, it's it's even sweeter. All right, this has been episode one of Catch, Cook, and Clean uh, with our Canadian friend Cole Gonka. Gonka. Can you say your name right? Okay, yeah, you got Cole Gonka. Okay. All right, thanks, everybody. Uh, we sure appreciate it. I really enjoyed this conversation. hope you did, too. Bye.